You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dance. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a five-star review. Take the Antidote. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Keep your mind on your mask, kid. Horror form a classic, it's drastic. Filling hydrochloric acid, splashed it. Pull a knob, reached and blasted. Pow! Stripes on a basket, New York style. Wow, cheddar grab easy. It's only entertainment though, when thought out completely. Sad demeanor could get him the drop and bag cleaner. Master schema, expert in that arena. Puffin Pasadena, you read the grass was greener. Black Dima, I ate, she gyrate. Rubbing shoulders with pigs who don't fly straight. Just ate, causing indigestion. Soon regurgitate into profits, no question. Nosy agents sniffing around, pay attention, you can take that to the bank. Thanks, don't mention it. Pleasure's all mine. That is all. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Christmas Eve, waiting for some extra fat white dude to come busting through the ceiling when you can spend Christmas Eve with yours truly, the super villain, Doom. Yo, what the fuck is up, world? How y'all doing, man? It's been a long time, bro. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. You already know what it is. It's the Antidote Podcast, you bitches. Yeah, we was working really hard, pushing out that content, telling the truth. We had to take a little break, but... Now we're back. We're better than ever. Um, this I is the, back again. The hell yeah. The antidote slaying season. So <laughs> slaying season. What y'all know about that? <laughs> but, you know, it's been a crazy ass year. Figured we'd wrap it up in a tight little bow, wrap up the little decade that we got and on to the next one. Yeah, man. Uh, 2019 has been crazy. Uh, A lot of movements, a lot of good things that y'all going to see from us in 2020. Um, Man, we back on our shit. So just so y'all know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just been a crazy year and and it's been much better with uh, music, man. Like this year has definitely been one of my favorite music years and I don't know how long, like for real, for real. I yeah. think I said that last year too. But <laughs> <laughs> And it's interesting because when I go on like forums and stuff or I go on Reddit and I see people like complaining about the lack of quality releases this year and I'm kind of stunned because I found a lot of heat this year. Right. I think this year is probably the most loaded year. Um, in a while because I know we have listed and based off of this list, I think I at least have a hundred albums. 
I'm yeah, pretty sure this is about a hundred albums at least. Right. And, you know, we'd be trapping, we'd be looking for the, the next big thing. We, I don't know. I, I forgot what it said on my Spotify rap, but it said something. I listened to like a thousand artists or something like that. Yeah. This year. Yours was like a thousand. Mine was like 800. <laughs> so nuts. yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot. And it's in its own right there, just because I, I can definitely tell you that, 95% of listeners do not have numbers like that when it comes to listening to the uh, artists and the mm-hmm. artistry. Why do, why do you think that is though? Why do you think there's so much more finding out there? Is it just because it's because there is an easier platform to get your music out nowadays? Or do you really just think like the talent level has really risen? Like, I feel like it's kind of elite at this point. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, it's easier to find music. It's easier for artists on their end to upload their music and share it with the world almost immediately after making it now. Um, you know, the old model of using a label, waiting a year for them to release it, you know, when they could fit you into their cycle. And and that's kind of changed. Uh, it also allows artists to, you know, make more music or release more music at least than ever. Um, and, and along with that, I think the, you know, it's a lot more global music that you have available to you at your fingertips at any given moment, which, uh, you know, in the old days where you pretty much the only way you could discover new music was by the radio or if, you know, one of your friends put you on game. Right. Or traveling around the world or whatever. Yeah. 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 I think, I think nowadays, Definitely. Um, I think the talent level has a lot to do with it as well. I mean, looking at the amount of artists and things that when, like you said, everything is more at a fingertips. Now anybody can produce, anybody can record tracks, anybody can do all of that. Um, just from your laptop or even your phone nowadays, you can even do, I've seen cats make whole albums on phones yeah, and they don't sound bad at all. Yeah. Whatever device you're listening to the antidote podcast on, you can create music on it. Right. Exactly. And that does give more people a lot of, uh, you know, it gives them that, that extra ability to be able to put out stuff, but man, it's, it's quality content. And I think this year has been a perfect example of that. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just dive right into it, man. Um, yeah. So we wanted to talk about, uh, the top albums that we got for 2019. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into, you know, Craftmatic's top you know, 11 album list here shortly. Uh, but first we're, let's talk about a couple albums that didn't make your list. We've covered a bunch of albums on our album reviews in season one of the antidote. You can go back in, and listen back to those, uh, to hear our thoughts on, on some of them. And some right. of the ones we've covered before we'll, we'll bring up in the top 11 list. Some of them might be new to you. Some of them you might not have heard, but definitely encourage checking all these out. Cause there's a lot of heat on here. Um, but let's talk about some that, that necessarily didn't make, the top 11 list um, among these, we got a couple albums that we've covered before, like Jamila Woods, legacy legacy. thought that was an amazing album. Amazing album. Metacritic actually had that pretty high. Uh, I think they had yeah. that like a 15 or something like that somewhere in there. Yeah. I think, I think that album is going to, you know, that's one of them albums that people are going to discover a couple years from now and be like, how the hell did I sleep on this one? Right. Um, we got Seba Kepstad on here. Uh, one that I want to talk about that we haven't discussed yet is this album from Berhana Han. H-A-N, Han. Yes, and this album was produced by one of our favorite producers, Pomo. Produced the whole yes. thing from top to bottom. Yes, sir. 
Como uh-huh. is super talented, done a lot of behind the scenes production for some of your favorite artists like Anderson Pack. I know he's got one with Mac. I know he's um, Yeah, he produced Dang. Um, yeah, he produced Dang. So of course you know how that goes. But um Como is definitely one of the low key dope musicians out there that's a multi-instrumentalist as well but really knows his shit and um he got with the singer uh Berhana mm-hmm. and I remember the first time I think you sent it to me Polly um we had just found a track that was out there because you saw that it was produced by Pomo right and it just happened to be one of his tracks and it was just so smooth with the dude's voice on it like he he really uh, represented really well on the track. And I was like, who is this cat? And yeah, he just, he's just one of actually Pomo's good friends that he knows, um, in the music industry. And they really put together and cooked on this album or this little release. Um, only reason I couldn't put it super high, at least for me was, um, there was pretty much an intro between every song. So that kind of like took away from it. Cause I believe it was only like nine tracks anyway. Um, and then you got a literally like an intro into each song going into it. Um, so that kind of impacted it a little bit for me, but man, just the overall of it, very nice vibe. Um, really got that, that, that classic feel with, just with some new touches to it. And, and, um, Berhana has a good, has a good voice. I think he just really has a good, uh, voice for the current day and age. Yeah. And I'm seeing Berhana is from Atlanta area. He's born uh, to an Ethiopian family and he's, his song Grela was featured on Atlanta, Donald Glover's TV show on FX. So oh, dope. definitely I mean, making some on moves. Uh, looks like he was also Berhana, like while he was making the album and while he um, was coming up, he was a Japanese chef. Oh shit. That's kind of <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's actually pretty lit. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so definitely a guy, uh, you know, on the come up, I got to look out for check out Brahana hand. Great. I'm one of the best albums of the year. Another one I want to talk about here is Xavier Omar, formerly spaz rocket. And he teamed up with Sango once again, they yes. created an album together. Um, shit, like moments spent loving you. Yeah, so this year's is a moment spent loving you, and amazing, amazing album. Yeah, it, it grew on me at first. Um, and my wife was like, "Man, you're tripping because this album is hard." Um, I it took a second for me to grow on it. I always have high expectations, and this is this is me as a musician um, and DJ just trying to. Um, I always think like the, the second album should always be better than the first album. <laughs> um, the original, uh, the original joint came out like, uh, four years ago, three or four years ago. Um, and that, that album was definitely one of the best albums to me in the decade for sure. And, yeah, um, classic album. Yeah. Cl- classic Sango hearing Xavier Omar, uh, spaz rocket. If you've ever heard of his voice, so sultry. We featured a few songs with him um, this year as well. And um, after just listening to it a little bit more, though, with moments uh, spend loving you, it, man, it really is a really solid project. Super dope production. Um, Sango does, you know, his thing where he's basically making two tracks in one song. Um, he actually has uh, Xavier put some pretty good people on there. He has Wale on there. Uh, a couple of his homies on the track. Van Jess. Yeah, Van Jess is on on one of the tracks. Really good tracks, though. When you're talking about real R and B tip, that that's what you're looking for. Definitely uh, 
he nails it more more so than most people do in the, in this day and age, especially for an R and B, because everything's about uh, sex and everything else. Like I don't even think he really even talks about sex at all in this entire thing. It's actually talking about moments spent loving you. Like that's the whole part of R and B, and I really think he nailed it, man. Um, if it didn't come out so later in the year, I would definitely probably have it closer to my top ten for sure. Definitely. And you brought up a good point there. There's always, I would think, you know, when I look back at some of my favorite albums, I didn't necessarily like, they didn't catch me at first. You know, it took a couple of listens to really understand what was going on and really appreciate it and, and enjoy it to the level of, you know, what they created it as. Right. So absolutely. So, you know, usually I got to listen to an album like three or four times before I can judge it. Even if I think it's trash, right. Like I'll still, <laughs> you know, run, maybe there's something I missed or, you know what I mean? But, yeah, exactly. But not to get off topic, but Moments Spent Loving You, awesome album. Um, it's got Billy Mercury on there too. I like him. Oh yeah, Billy Billy, uh, Billy Mercury is super slept on. He was just on a TV show that was on like Netflix or something like that. Um, and he got eliminated. Or, I don't remember, maybe it was BET, something like that. But um, yeah, th- there's a lot of good features on there. Check out that album if you haven't seen it yet. Um, again, Moments Spent Loving You. I think you'll definitely like it if you're on the R&B tip, stuff like that. Um, It's definitely something that you should check out. Yeah. Okay. Another one I wanted to talk about with you real quick, Monopoly or Monopoly. Yeah. So this is an electronic album. Uh, It's, I would say it's kind of that brain feeder, that uh, low end theory, LA kind of sound. Yeah, most definitely. Um, he is part of Brain Feeder, I believe. So yes, and and Thundercats all over this album. Uh, Katronada is featured on this album. So is Gaslamp Killer. So yep. none of them, none of the features are listed though. So I can't tell you who did what. But <laughs> for real, <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of it's one of those albums that are that's a hard knock. It's 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 a nar- it's a knocker, man. And it's got different kinds of vibes, different kind of sounds. I've I've heard some some uh house kind of vibe definitely that that trap style real hard style type of beats um you hear all of that on this album and it's like it covers the entire spectrum and then one thing we talk about a lot or we like a lot is sound design i think this is definitely one of the best sound designed albums out there like absolutely uh, top to bottom, some of just some of the synth sounds and some of the things. It's like, how did you create that sound? Um, I spent myself, uh, I spent a lot of time just listening to that, trying to figure out exactly where he's creating these songs or these sounds from. Um, and I'm be, I'm very interested. I wonder if he's got anything up. I should look that up sometime <laughs> yeah. to see if he's got anything built. It's one of those albums um, that definitely catches your ear. And you got to be into that electric st- electronic sound. Um, I wouldn't call it EDM because EDM to me is a played out like mainstream sound. This is more of the the underground, the true sound, like you said, the LA sound um, mm-hmm. that truly built what EDM is today. So that's what this is built off of. This is like what the OGs would be playing in the innocence. Yeah. So yeah, this is like, you know, in the vein of Flying Lotus and and things like that. It's very experimental, but it's very abrasive yet really musical. Right. Oh, I like um, that term abrasive. <laughs> yeah. Abrasive. There's, there's just some albums that are like, you know what I mean? Like abrasive that the reaction you're supposed to get out of it is it's supposed to kind of make your head twitch or something. Right. <laughs> and there's a couple of guys who are around that, along that sounds like if you're trying to think of somebody similar, um, 
Definitely Carmack. Carmack just dropped a bunch of stuff this year. Yes. So uh, we can talk shout about out the Carmack. Carmack trilogy here real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vista uh Demolish, Rebuild, and Vista. Yes. Um yo. <laughs> Carmack showed why he's he's truly like a young OG in the game, like for real. Um, you know, because he's not that old and he's still getting more and more known, but he's like one of your favorite, he's like your your producer's favorite producer. Like he's yeah. kind of like that guy. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Mr. Carmack, he's dropped hundreds of tracks in his career, but I'd say before 2019 for the past two years, he hadn't dropped much at all. Right. And, uh, we can now see why, right. He dropped demolish and rebuild earlier in the year, two right. electronic albums, uh, that signature Carmack sound that everyone's looking for that bass. Right. Well, and on top of that, he was dropping other singles in between mm-hmm. all of that. So he, yes. not only did he drop those two first, you know, he dropped those, I think like a month apart, then pretty much right after those dropped, he's been dropping consistent tracks. I think he dropped like another 15 tracks between now and that time. And then his recent release, which is his full production with a live band, him actually singing mm-hmm. an R&B, an R&B album, which is really good, actually, um, Vista, um, I feel like Carmack transcends himself. And we saw Carmack last year um, at the global hall up in Denver and we got to see, and I don't even think any of those tracks made it on the actual album itself. Cause I don't really recognize Mm -hmm. any of those tracks that he did live that day at that show to even now. So I feel like he has even more in his pocket. That's ridiculous. And then still goes to that dropping shit (laughs) where he's dropping bangers left and right. Um, I think I think he's he's definitely mastered that sound. And we saw him at what vinyl was it vinyl? Yeah, we, we seen him, him at vinyl this summer. Seen him at vinyl earlier this year. Um and just dropping dumpers. And we got both sides of that from Carmack this year. Like we got his um really, really thought provoking um sounds to just blank bangers to R and B style love live musicianship and everything else that he puts into it. Uh man. Mr. Carmack is definitely somebody that if you have not peeped, you need to go pick it up right now. And that's Vista Demolish and Rebuild. He has uh, three projects all out. Yeah, so definitely check it out. Um, one thing I want to cover real quick, too, is we're from the Colorado Springs, Colorado area. And there's there's three albums with people affiliated with the Colorado Springs area that we can just touch on really quickly. Yep. Um, we got the reminders, unstoppable. Uh, you know, probably the the biggest hip hop artist to make it out of Colorado Springs. Uh, pretty big on the underground scene. Wonderful people, wonderful musicians. Uh, their album, Unstoppable, dropped. Yep. Um, and I had the privilege of being their DJ for a little bit. I'm going on tour with with uh, Samir in Asia. So shout out to them and congratulations on the album. Um, you know, being being somebody who was a fan of them and then being able to actually spin and learn kind of what where their mind goes and things like that and how they think of things musically. Um, it, it's amazing to see because they definitely dropped a fire album. Um, you know, Unstoppable is uh, I wouldn't even consider it fully hip hop. A hundred percent. There's a lot of different flavors of everything. It's definitely hip hop, right. but it's just a lot of flavors of other things. It's not just hip hop. Um, you get that soulful you'll hear that soulful, um, you know, sound coming from Asia who does all the vocals all over it. And I mean, from 
from a couple of their songs that that they have on there, you'll hear the just the differences. And um, Samir, um, he raps and he can rap in French, and so he does that on a couple of songs. Um, and and they just bring their style into it, and it, it's definitely like a lot of great music. It's just great music. I don't know to call it hip hop or anything like that. It's just more of just great music. It's um, yeah, it's definitely uplifting, positive, very soulful. Yeah. And it's also got a lot of different global elements in there. Right. Um, so, you know, like some reggae influence to some African influence. It's, yep. it's really amazing how it's all wrapped together and, and put out there and, and definitely one of my favorite albums of the year. Definitely check out Unstoppable. I seen on the little stats that Spotify sent that there are people from seven countries listening to this show. So I don't. <laughs> so check out the reminders unstoppable if you're listening to the antidote in a different country. Absolutely. Yeah, said people in right Australia. Now. People in Australia be listening. Oh yeah, then they love the reminders, man. <laughs> they're definitely dope. I mean, and they've been all, they've been all over the place. Like Polly said, they're definitely one of the probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, act to come out of Colorado Springs. I would definitely say the the percussions probably is pretty close. You know, yep. Mr. Jay Medeiros, uh, Colorado Springs. You know, guys like that. But um, very rare do people leave Colorado and be able to even be successful, or they do, but they stay in Colorado and they're still successful. They've been on Sway in the morning. They've done, uh, they've been on tour with Lauren Hill. Um, you know, they've, they've done a lot of things. Um, we got to saw them open at Red Rocks for Lauren Hill. Um, so that's, I mean, that's pretty yeah. big when you're talking about artists. They just, and they just they opened do. for a black star gang at the mission ballroom. Yep. Just DJ did the Premier black stars. Yeah, bro. And still sad. I missed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So shout and out to the reminders. Yeah, shout out to the reminders. Uh Samir and Asia, we appreciate y'all one hundred percent. Um another Colorado uh Colorado Springs MC definitely that y'all should be peeping. Comes with the gritty rhyme, you know, just the grittiness, uh, real gangster white dude too. I'm tell I'm telling you, he's probably the yeah. most gangster white dude I, I know. Um, because he will really bust your shit, like for real. Uh, his name is Technique G. Uh Yo, he he's definitely he brings like that just that gritty rhyme style reminds me of like DMX, um, especially with his voice, but then the lyrics too about how he just how he's getting in and he's grinding all the time. Um, Technic G is definitely uh, somebody not to be slept on. Definitely one of the best MCs in Colorado. People always sleep on us like we don't have culture or don't have the culture. It's just because people don't go look for it or don't know who to go look for. Technic G is the one you got to go look for. And he's actually uh, got an album out called Embedded that is produced all by my homie and DJ, uh, DJ Prominent. Um, he, he taught me a lot of things in the game out here. DJ Prominent is definitely one of the top 10 DJs in Colorado. For real, he'd probably be like, nah, I can don't, don't tell, don't say that. But I'm for real. Like when he's, when he's really in it and he's trying to do it, that dude is the best. And he's one of the best producers I know as well. Um, really just gritty ass album, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, awesome album. Uh, got that, you know, nineties East coast boom bap influence all the way throughout it. And just goes hard. So definitely check that out. If you're in Australia or if you're in Colorado or wherever the hell you are, you need to check this shit out. Yeah. Wherever you're at, man, wherever you're at, just go ahead and pull it up. It's technique T E Q N I K or T E Q, excuse me, N I K G technique G. Um, and he's also on his game too. So check out his website. He got the merch for you. He got the vinyl for you. He right. Everything for you. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of my favorite tracks is actually the last tracks um, that he turned from a freestyle from uh, Fam Fridays. Shout out to my boys at Fam. Um, they used to do this thing on Facebook called uh, Fam mm-hmm. Fridays, and it's just basically you dropping your your best sixteen um, on some beats and stuff. And uh, he took that he took that same flow and put it on something. And he spazzed on that track. That was like yeah, one of my so, favorite verses. So when I went to the um, record release party for this album, he actually said that that fam Friday video inspired this whole album because that week, uh, the fam put out a DJ prominent beat Yep, for fam Friday and he spit on it. And then that's when him and prom decided they wanted to do an album together. Like the next day they decided that. Hell yeah. That's dope <laughs> as shit. <laughs> and then the last one, uh, with the uh, links to Colorado here is the Stro Elliott moods EP. Yeah. Stro shout out to my guy Stro, man. Um, yeah, so Stro Elliott, if you don't know, he's currently with The Roots. Um, he was actually one of the, one of the pieces with the percussions. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty much one of the main producers for the group. He's always been a true hip-hop head, super cold beat maker. If you've never heard of Stro Elliott, then I don't know what you're doing, but um, you, you can YouTube him easily Stro Elliott and he's all over the place. Um, he dropped his EP moods EP this year. Um, super cold, man. <laughs> That's my dude, man. I, I've got the privilege of actually being able to, uh, be a part of a track or working on a track with him and my cousin, uh, Booney Mayfield. And, um, we didn't complete the actual track cause we were going to actually rap over it, but the beat was so dope that I, I was just like, nah, we need to let that one be. Um, <laughs> and it actually ended up on Booney's, um, um, instrumental album uh, called Black Kool-Aid uh, a few years ago, probably in like 2016 or something like that. And um, yeah, absolutely just bomb producer, beast producer. Um, yeah, check him out. Like I said, he's with The Roots right now. He's he's doing everything. He, he makes a lot of beats and they give him his own little section where he does his own drumming on the, on the, on the uh, Novation pad, I believe, or he uses something and just goes ham, man. He's, he's literally one of the best out there. Yeah, awesome. Check out the Moods EP from Stro Elliott. Yes, sir. Uh, so now before we get into this top 11, any other albums you wanted to to bring up like as an honorable mention? Um, yeah, I definitely, um, and I'll kind of go through them just real quick because I don't want to spend a lot of time on them um, just because you, you're going to have to check it out. And I will actually post up my top 50 albums of 2019 on the website, taketheantidote.com. So t- uh, be on the lookout for that. I'm going to actually post up uh, my top 50 list there as well as our top decades list, which we'll touch on a little bit um, as well. But um, for 2019, like I said, there was so much stuff, man. Um Hi, this is Flume, the mixtape from Flume. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really came through on that one. Uh, Flume is definitely, I, I would say, a, a, one of the pioneers of this future sounds kind of thing. And one of the pioneers of eating ass while DJing. <laughs> For real, I've never seen anybody eat ass and DJ at the same time. Um the closest thing I saw was Danny Brown rapping while he's getting his dick sucked, but that's pretty cl- I mean, there's nothing better, I guess, since you could do to eat ass and still make beats live. I'm sure people um, seen Uncle Luke do some crazy shit on the stage, <laughs> yeah. too, man. But I would think producer is on a whole other level when it comes to that, you know. That's so wild. <laughs> you gotta check that. You gotta check that out. Just type in Flume Eat Ass or something. Just be Yeah, is that hilarious. Burning Man, I think? Yeah, um, I think it was Burning Man. But anyway, back to Hi, This Is Flume. <laughs> we were talking about sound design with the Manon 
Monopoly album, Monotomic yes. earlier. Uh, sound design on this is amazing. Uh, yes. It's also Eprom aided on a couple of tracks. He's one of my favorite producers. Right. Well, um, not only just the sound design, though, the, the he, Flume actually dropped a video, um, kind of like a video thing yeah. uh, on Spotify, at least, where you could watch him. You know, you could watch, it was like a, um, what do you want to call it? I guess just, just audio visual, yeah. uh, that goes along with the actual mixtape itself. And that shit is nuts, man. Like, and I know he performed with some of that going on. So he adds that audio, that, that visual part of it too. And that's just next level. Cause I, I don't recall anybody who did a full mixtape with a whole, like basically video playing behind it mm-hmm. as you play the thing. So super, super sick. Um, really great sound design as Polly said. Um, really really one of the best albums or just pieces put together out there um shit uh man there's so much um max a little big man we touched on that one a little bit love that um love that album i was listening to it again today man it's just so fucking dope um i'm actually a big fan of the the baby's album kirk um, I'm a street nigga by heart so <laughs> that was a good album man i mean it really is a good album like uh popular street music that that was up there for one of the best albums of the year well and that and his care his um his character and and charisma just make you want to just go for the dude like Mm -hmm. he's wilding out and he was just on snl like performing his video for bop and bop probably has to be one of my favorite videos of this year absolutely hands down Bop is probably one of my favorite videos. He got the Jabberwockies in it. Um, yep. He's got all these dance moves in it. And it looks like, it looks like, it reminds me of like an old Missy video. There's like hella people in there. Everybody's dancing. Everybody's grooving. And he's just going hard to the beat. And they got this dance in it. Yo, like the baby. I'm sure everybody who's listened to this has heard the baby. So yeah, he's got that rocket strapped to him, man. He's yeah, for be- real. <laughs> he's on that, on that quick rocket ship. And then he was on one of the, 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 hardest songs of the year um that i'm going to probably discuss uh, upcoming soon um down bad uh going down bad is that how is that what it's called down bad with yeah um, down bad yeah from is, that's um, what it's called from the return of the dreamers album yep. and he probably had the best verse on there <laughs> like yeah. he definitely snapped so yeah the baby um and then we we touched on briefly was chris lorenzo or we are going to touch on briefly yeah. chris lorenzo late checkout is definitely the best house album of the year to me. Oh, yes, I totally agree. Big, big, big house music lovers, as you listeners probably know, Polly and I, we go to a lot of shows. We've been lucky to actually, did we see Chris Lorenzo a couple years ago? Didn't we see him a few years ago? Maybe not. No, I don't think so, man. Maybe that's the one that we got to check. I'm thinking maybe Kyle Watson because we did check him too. Yeah, we Kyle did Watson was actually really high on our list last year for the top 50. Um, he was like in the top 15 and I would definitely have late checkout on there. Um, bad bitch or bitch bad with however you want to produce bitch. it, bruh. That's probably <laughs> like my, uh, I don't even know where to put it. I would really have that as probably close to my number one track of the year for house music. I don't know what it is. It's the beat. It just yeah. goes so hard. It just yeah, that's so one hard. of my favorites, man. I mean, the whole album, and he—it's not just necessarily house. He kind of flexes different electronic styles on here. He's got he does. the streets on a drum and bass song. Yes. Some, some songs are a little bit softer. He's got an interlude with a, a hip hop beat. I mean, yeah, that, that just tells you how how dope Chris Lorenzo really is, um, and how deep he is as far as his sound. 
So yeah, um, definitely that. Uh, Artelon is right behind that though. Mr. Good yes. for house music. Um, Bruno Ferlin, his album, fan fucking tastic. He did a. Mm-hmm. I put it in one of my mixes. Uh, you can go check that out on my on my SoundCloud. It's called um, Sally That Girl. And if, if you know old school shit, you love that old school like hip hop or just really where it started. I'm a big fan of Two Live Crew, and they did a, oh, yeah. he did a remix of Sally. Um, that is so hard. <laughs> Bruno Ferlin definitely killed it. Um, man, I can literally go on for days. There's so many good albums that, that it, it was really hard to try to narrow down what is a top 50. Um, it really was. I, I don't know. What other albums do you got in there that you want to talk about? Um, just a couple of the ones that we've discussed on the antidote before Steve Lacey, Apollo 21. Yep. Very slept on album. Yep. Um, along with that, I think the most slept on album of the year was the Shafiq Hussein, the loop. Yeah. I was just about to go to that one too. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about that one before, but that album completely amazing. Um, that one almost, honestly, it was really, like I said, coming up with this to me, this was the best music year. Cause this was really hard to not have Shafiq Hussein in my top 10. Like I was really contemplated a lot. I had it in there and then I moved some stuff in cause I forgot about certain albums and I'm just like, Oh shit. Um, <laughs> I Shavik Hussein the loop definitely is his top 10 potential um right on the outskirts of mine though you know I would definitely have have it at like 12 or something like that but very hard to put it's such a dope ass album man such a dope album Subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.